it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to The Morning After presented by Brown and Crouppen. Welcome, friends, to the Munganass St. Louis Actor. Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hours. We broadcast from... The Michelob Ultra Studios, Timothy Michael McCartney, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Darren Atkins, and Jackson Burkett with you. Ken Strode has the day off today. He does? I thought he was working on financials. Oh. Because I think I saw him downstairs. Then it's just an accounting day. I think that's what it is, probably. Uh, come on in. The water's warm. It's really warm, and it's fun in the water. Look, we're not wearing tops. Mm. Three Would you ever do years. that as a, as a shameless ratings ploy? Ratings for what? Yeah, w- w- what's the advantage? Yeah, she too ratings. Just go topless. Would we get in trouble if we did that? Is there some sort of Pat FCC McAfee rule? gets topless on uh, college game day. Does he? Yeah, that's his thing. Well, why, why don't we? Ladies and gentlemen, making his appearance fresh off of a board meeting, Ken Stroh. Mm-hmm. Well, I had to get some coffee. Kind of just go. shut the door and... And now we dig in, Doug. Okay. Here we Why didn't you get the coffee before the show started? I did, but it's a little cold, so I just freshened it up. Oh. <laughs> That's what my mom used to say. You want me to freshen that for you? Mm. I like that. Uh, 314-881-TMA5, EDF group text inbox. 636-900-4TMA. That's how you call into the show. And email in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Four-hour design air, heating and cooling email of the day and every day this week we are giving away tickets to hootie and the blowfish mm. at hollywood casino amphitheater on saturday june 1st for the winner of our design air heating and cooling email of the day they'll probably be all together so it'll be like a little tma section there i yeah, think yeah probably, probably the same role yeah probably lawn Please address the elephant in the room. Doug, what, what is the what? elephant in the room? I don't know. Let's look around. What's the elephant? Is it Ken's? I brought in two bananas today. Iggy has a new hat, right? Is it Ken's yeah. off-centered camera, maybe? Oh, am I off-center? No. Jackson, I don't know if you can see that. My skull's off-center. Well, well, the I'm looking at the little be... camera, so it looked like your head was. One of the textures be more precise. What oh, elephant? Nice. nice elephant. Got there. I brought in two bananas. Doug, watch this. Watch this. Watch me go skiing. What? Oh. Ooh. Boy, that's high for our so radio you type right that there. In yeah. <laughs> what, what, what will we not do for ratings? I mean, I didn't tweet anything yesterday. I didn't Facebook anything yesterday, so. You behaved yourself? Yeah, well, I was just unpacking. Tarvis Paris is probably the skeleton. What, what, what happened to the skeleton? Mm. Did something happen? <sighs> Nothing happened to the skeleton. Uh-oh, Tarvis Parrish oh. J- landed a jab. <laughs> are, we on, are we on YouTube or anything? Is that up? Uh, no, there'd be a million texts. Okay. Now, somebody said, morning, Dougie. That's Carl Pelker. Oh, hello, Carl. Jake Reynolds says, hi, Tim. Hi, Jake. And then Bill said, Bill. Okay. <laughs> uh, El- Elmer Fudd's in studio. <laughs> That's from Dirty Chewbacca. Oh, gosh. Uh, can someone tell the Balloon Party fan page idiot to knock it off? That's from Ned Yo's Shattered Pelvis. Doug, I don't know what that means. No, I don't either. Uh, the Veiled Prophet says, the elephant in the room 
is the continuous posting on the fan pin about joining the balloon party pin. Dude has posted eight times in 17 hours to join. Right, I, I, I mean, it's a it cool is. it's a cool page, Doug. If you notice, it's a cool page. Yeah. It's the elf in the room. Oh, I, I could not. Even know, but but so. posting when 30 more people join is a tad cringy. That's from the Veiled Prophet. Name your elf in the room. Looks like Iggy's going deer hunting. Uh, Tim's new balloon party stalker, Todd Reesing, says, can we please talk about the balloon party fan page? Wow, this is really what the people want to talk about. Gosh, <laughs> who cares about that? <clears throat> Why would that be a big Doug, deal? Doug, you said you wanted to talk about it. We said let's not, and you said it's the elephant in the room. So I guess you win. That's the most important thing going on in town right now? This Ken Rosenthal sound, I thought. And none of us knew about it, so... No, we, we, I, I knew about it because I was invited to join it. Oh, I got the invite. I didn't go. I like how you pronounced invite there. Yeah, I didn't even get the invite. God, I, I'm so worthless. Nobody even invites me to stuff. <laughs> oh. Nothing against Balloon Party. I just, I'm done with fan pages. Are you a member of any fan, like a Lady Gaga fan page or something uh, of that ilk? I'm sure there's a few, like music page or something like that right. that I can't remember. No, I got that. Uh, I got a... Did you get that, uh, this is for me and Plowsy. We got a DM, it was to me and Plowsy, by a guy named Leon Satz. Is he the guy that always posted? Leon Satz. Is he the guy that always posted all the uh, race, racing? Who's Leon Satz? Today's, today's yeah, show is directed to 100 guy. people who post on Facebook. All the aqueduct things. Hey, today at aqueduct, I like the third horse. But I couldn't read it because I haven't blocked for some reason. <clears throat> what was but that all about? But <laughs> <laughs> so you got Who's the Leon? DM, but you couldn't read it? That doesn't make yeah, sense. I'm surprised he'd be able to DM you if you blocked yeah, him. Well, I think you can DM even if you block somebody. I think I, I don't can message about that. I don't know, but I got the, I got, it says subject not there, and I checked, and he says you have him blocked. Wow. So I don't know. Who's Leon Satz? He, he's the guy that used to post all the racing things on the fan page. Yeah, he's good for Like anybody judge. cared what was going on at Hawthorne at I can't find this. The elephant in the room is whether or not you have any sapphic play lined up for the weekend of your anniversary. Thanks. That's from Scott mm. Sprinkle Ballsack. Oh, really? Doug, but not his wife. Not his wife. Okay. And no, it's never lined up. You it's always to... in the back of my mind. I can tell you that. You I don't know when that's going to end. I don't know if that'll end. Like, if I make it to 75, will I still be hoping Probably for not. Yeah, I don't think so. I think so. what you like when you're 20, yeah. you're going to like when you're 90. Yeah, I kind of get the sense that that's the deal. You going anywhere? On a quest. Uh, probably going to dinner on Saturday. Paulie Bono's. Paulie Bono. Well, you know, you get the Lamba. Oh. When was the last time you, didn't you used to go to Florida for your... Yeah, but Sanibel was destroyed, and it still is. Yeah, My still... wife asked last night, we were having dinner, she goes, you think we'll be back there next year? I said, honestly, looking at the pictures, no, I still don't think it'll What's be. What's left of it? They're in the process of rebuilding. Captiva is all right. Sanibel, for whatever reason, which is... Uh, you know, adjoining or separated by a little bit of water. Hell, I don't know. Somebody can text in and insult me and tell me why I don't know. But uh, I guess because of the different angles of the island, one had the direct hit and one was not hit as bad hmm. by Hurricane Ian. That was that last September? I don't know the months, Tim. So either way, yeah, it got wiped out. Not even a not even an option to go back. Hmm. All the hotels and, also and the, things uh, yeah. destroyed. That's All a shame because that's such a beautiful little place there. Yeah. So, and also, I mean, when you have nice seashells, as any parent knows, once you've had uh, young children, it's not necessarily easy to get away. Uh, yeah, I'm planning on, I got a bunch of vacations, so here we go. They, they don't complain necessarily as much on TMA, but on Balloon Party, they, they're under the impression I've taken about seven months off. Why so much? I have no idea. Because I've taken a total of seven days this year. I track all of it. I, I, Doug, I track what I ate in 2012. I know what days I take off for sure. So I've taken Isn't there a, a lot of paperwork? Uh, it's an email to Tommy usually, candidly. Oh. And, uh, and so I'm taking this Thursday and Friday off. And, uh, and, and so Jackson, I don't know what they're planning on doing on Balloon Party, but maybe it could be a big NBA Thursday and Friday. I'm super down. Super down. I like that. Look, I've never had a really great work, ec work ec ethic. Okay. Yeah, Jackson will be hosting. We'll be fine. Yeah, there you go. Jackson does a great job hosting the show. Sure, sure he does. Thanks, buddy. Um, Tim misses so much. Jackson gets used to it, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I sent <laughs> Seven days. I sent my uh, two email to Tommy saying I'd requesting my normal weeks off uh, after Thanksgiving and after Christmas. He says, yeah, I know that. You're good. So Tommy does know when I take time off. Mm. Everyone should. I was, I was about to request. Uh, yeah, you can go all to in. take a look at that email. <laughs> you can go all in. 
he just got back to me and said, you're all good. Just remember to click vacation pay on your time card. There you go. Okay. Yeah, we do. I always forget that. Thank God we get a reminder on, like, Friday that don't forget to approve your time card because we all have this thing we have to approve when we hit it for the two weeks, and sometimes I forget. Hmm. But, yeah, after Thanksgiving, after Christmas, I'm... But what Tim hasn't really Tim, Tim hasn't really taken a vacation. He takes like a day off to play golf, a day off for right. outing, a day. So he hasn't well, taken like, on a week off. The audience is under the impression that I yeah. have uh, essentially retired. So Viva la Strode! <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be. Uh, how about that whole? How about that whole deal? Uh, I will offer up the wife as the sacrificial Sapphos. Because you are the best and you deserve it. That's from Scott's Wrinkled Ballsack. So I guess... This one big tease. I guess I will be engaging in a less popular MFF this weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. That'll be a great anniversary present. You have to come through on these promises. Twelve years of loving. Oh. Come through on these promises every once in a while. Ballsack. No, remember they kind of got scared when... Did it ever get like real with somebody? Lisa Ann was at the golf tournament and oh, oh pick up yeah, the that kids. that I have to tell you on it's that that there was a thing going on at uh, the great Eddie McVeigh's Maggie O'Brien's yeah that night. I mean I saw that and I go oh this isn't like a little this is this is this is legit potential petting Doug I saw no. I saw Lisa Ann dial in and I saw Mrs. Ballsack dial in I'm like holy crap these two might just start engaging right here oh. So I, I don't Mrs. know. Mrs. Balsack uh, didn't come to the tournament, and well, I think she had one of their children. With yeah, her. she did. But it was they had a whole slew. Doug, them. did you ever engage in homosexuality in front of any of your children? <laughs> if I did, I don't remember it. Can you imagine that man? It turned into a little hissy fit. I don't remember it. It starts with a G and ends with an ale vulva. <laughs> <laughs> we could use that one a lot, too. Man, that was a great story about your upcoming vacation, Tim. Time for me to shoehorn in a topic about myself from last week, how everyone at the station knows my vacation schedule. Doug, that's from the Chicago Ginger. <laughs> yeah, that was the topic, and I just uh, added to it. How about that? That's what you do on radio. When somebody throws something out, you add mm. to it if you can. Necessarily throwing Sorry, to... I was just letting the audience know that I will be off. And any conspiracy theories, while, of course, welcome and celebrated, it's simply vacation. And I'm doing nothing with it. My wife goes, why are you taking time off? And I go, well, we got a, the sound story stuff is ramping up for next week. And I know I'm going to be working my ass off on that. The great Peter Rep will be here at 11 o'clock and we'll be going, going, going. And then I'm going to be on the Doug, you ever see the St. Louis Bucket List Instagram account? No. I have seen that. 150,000 followers. Yeah, so I'm great. going on their show this afternoon. What's on there? Uh, places to go, things to do in the greater St. Louis metropolitan area. Really? Yeah, it's a pretty good little Instagram. 150,000 followers, no joke. Yeah. Especially for like a St. Louis-centric, yeah. you know, I mean, if you're national or global, I ain't going to get it done. But St. Louis-centric, 150,000 people, forget about it. Do you so, feel like you've done just about everything there is to do in St. Louis? Or is there more out there that that's uncovered by you? the masses? I've never been in the Arch. How about that? Yeah, I haven't you, either. How could you not have done that? I haven't done it either. I've done it once. It's not a bucket list, but... I really know. It's kind of sketchy. Tim, will KG and O Town be in your absence? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Tommy, uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, nuts. That's an issue? No, he hasn't been here in a couple months, so it's good for him to get a couple days. I saw him just the other day in here. Well, he's not working for us. Uh-oh. Man, that could be tension. It's Tim, you're going to miss tension. this. tension. He'll be in the back room. The thing is, I'm going to be here on Thursday and Friday, just not necessarily on the shows. I know I'll have to be here because we got to record a billion spots and ship them out over the country. I texted Joe Buck last week because he records the the spots. And, God, I'm like, okay, the guy just called Monday Night Football. He was in New York. But i got to make sure that he's not, like, going to, you know, his, one of his haunts to vacation to make sure that we have the time to record the spots. And he said, yeah, I'm good to go. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I wonder if you know how many spots mm. you're going to have. Mm. I always hate doing that. I can't tell you how much I hate doing that. Is he got a studio in his house? Yeah. That's easy. I know it's easy, but still. Yeah, it's time consuming. A hundred million dollars a year and you're calling Monday Night Football and you have two young boys. You got some ass pony emailing you copy. You know what that says about (laughs) it. That's how you identify now? It's actually in my Twitter bio. Now that I'm ramping up my social media hashtag content, I've decided I'm an influencer. Well, you know what that says about him. Getting collagen injections this afternoon. What that says about him is that he 
likes you very much, and he'll, he's doing it because you asked him to. No, he's a work bitch. The thing about Joe is he's a great guy, but he also has equity in the business. Not that he necessarily needs it, but uh, he's, he's just a great guy. I feel like oftentimes people in the market have handicapped certain things maybe better than they actually are and then worse than they actually are, and Joe falls into the latter. I can't say enough good things about Joe Buck away from public stuff because that's where you're really going to find out about somebody's character and he, you know, ass pony mm. can do things on social media like, look at me, how great I am, but he does stuff away from cameras and sure as hell social media doesn't need that crap. So, anyway, he's a good guy, whether he's involved in a business with me or, or not. Uh, Tim, can we please get an ass pony t-shirt? Thanks. That's mm. from Eric in the Central West End. Hey, you shrimp-tainted goblin. Gosh. I need help on how to cook my turkey. Should I use my microwave? Doug, can you help baste it with your love? That's from Caleb Mandrake's stepdad. Not a real good text. Not a real Man, good one. Drake. I've you... never cooked a turkey. Why not? Not on one of your cooking shows? You never didn't have a Thanksgiving you. special? <clears throat> no, what is it? Put it in the oven for four hours and take it out. Mm-hmm. No, I just never cooked one. Is it? Would it be possible to do one in the microwave? Hell I no. guess it would be. No. Small turkey? one? Small one, I don't think low so. heat, long time. I, it wouldn't turn out very good, but I, guess I don't it's even. Possible. I don't even think a timer on a uh, microwave goes that high for that long, does it? I don't know. Well, you could four hours after if you put it in for an hour, you just do another hour when it ran out. Yeah, but what if you forget? Well, don't forget if you're cooking. Hello, stuff. Vivian. Well, you can. You what if you eat. forget to leave it in the oven? Well, you set a timer for the oven. Well, a timer goes off on the microwave. Yeah, a little ding. If you don't hear it, it hear does. It. That does the same thing on the microwave. Uh, the don't use a microwave for turkeys. Doug, there's your advice. Okay. That's a puppy. I didn't say I was going to. I just wondered if you could. Good morning, Mrs. Mc. Doug, do you say McShamus or McShamus? I say McShamus. Has been looking for some excitement. Can she grandfather into the Safos program? Mm. That's from Shafty McShamus. We don't have a program. Be wonderful, we sell it up. We have a farm system of just a Safos program. <laughs> and if you've never been in it, you can't be grandfathered in. Grandfather means it's. That's a good point. Iggy's right. Iggy's like my counsel. Mm. He reads through this and he says that language isn't right. Yeah. Yep. Caleb Mandrake, the skulls, good or bad? That's from Mr. Big Cream. I don't know what that means. Is that a movie? I guess I, so. I don't if it's know. good or bad, uh, Jackson. I've never heard of it, so well, I can't really be much so authority be on it. Your big recommendation is The Killer, is that right? Or? Oh, yeah, I really loved it. And that is, therefore, on goodorbad.com, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, yeah. I really Told thoroughly. Told Anna Marie Jackson's really raving about this movie. We got to uh, we gotta watch this thing. Yeah, David Fincher. That's the Scorsese one? No, it's David Fincher. That's Killers of the Flower Moon, right? Yeah. Yep. A couple killers out there right now. Dude. That's right, right. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty killer. Flower of the Moon's going to come out on Apple pretty soon. And this is about a killer, too? The killer, the killer is about an assassin. Yeah. yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon is more of a uh, oh, is that, story uh, about American history. Is that Benito? Huh? Is that Benito, Benito Santiago, right? Michael Fassbender. Was the Padres 87 rookie of the year? Good or? arm. He could really throw. It's hard to steal a base on him. And he is in Killers of the Flower Moon. Kind of a surprising yeah. career renaissance. Mm-hmm. This is Anna, shades of Anna Kendrick right now. It's hurting my head. My wife's father has the absolute best turkey recipe, where he inserts his turkey baster into the hole where my duty comes from. Oh. And uses his debrace to jackhammer some brine into ah. my cavity, Doug. Is That's that from Deke Dotum. No, just from Deke Dotum. Bless him. He's suspended. He's suspended indefinitely. Ah! I just did. Come here, big fella. <laughs> I hate turkey. Put that off. <laughs> Why would nobody hate turkey? I hate turkey. I don't eat turkey on Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, what do you eat? Vegetables. Oh, What's just wrong a with big turkey? Plate of vegetables? <laughs> Turkey's actually pretty good for you. I know, but I don't like it. It's too dry. Well, have the dark meat. That's dry, too. It isn't. Um, I liked it better when my brother worked at uh, Sugar Fire. Thanksgiving is really big for them because they send out all these turkey dinners and turkeys. and mm-hmm. uh, So when he'd come home for Thanksgiving, he'd always bring me a rack of ribs. Mm, nice. I would just eat rack of ribs. And mm. Spicy pube meat. Not is bad. it some sort of protest against turkey? No, I just don't like turkey. I've never heard anyone say that before. No, I, right? like, I... I like cold turkey with mayonnaise on it. That's turkey. Mayonnaise. I, know, but I just don't like it. That... I just thought the big plate of steamed vegetables. Ooh, not steamed. steamed. I mean, I got <laughs> green bean casserole, some sweet potatoes, and some dressing. And 
It's good know, in the morning. Steakhouse got a good salad. That'd be healthy, but it's, there's not a whole lot of meal satisfaction there, is there? There's a lot of satisfaction in the meals you get at Munganass, St. Louis Accurate Home, Toyota, and that break room. St. Louis Accurate.com, Alton Toyota.com. It's Munganass, that great Jamie Burkhardt. Clayton Patterson, who was at the uh, trivia night on Saturday. He night. sure was. And, uh, well, there's Peter Munganass. And, oh, he's he a gentleman, Doug. Well, he, he really is, is a gentleman. He has, he has a great gentleman. head of hair on him. Yeah, he does. Jealous as the day is long. Uh, Ryan Cyberg in the service department. It's Mungan S. St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour here on TMA, and the presenting sponsor of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN, the official automotive provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. It's Mungan S. sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour, stlouisacura.com, altontoyota.com. And remember, if you need to get your car serviced, and even if you didn't get it from Mungan S. St. Louis Acura or Mungan S. Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, you can get it serviced at Munganest. Did I say that right? I feel like I said something wrong. There. It sounded so good, Tim. No, I think I messed up. If you, even if you didn't get your car from there, you right. can get it serviced. You there. sure should. So there you go. It's Munganest, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota sponsor the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, Jackson, tell the people about your hair because it's coming in dense, and now Doug has tufts of wisps? Yeah, that's what I have. Yeah, it's Tough Town over here between me and Doug. Tough, tough Town. Oh, I like that. Another T-shirt. Welcome, t-shirt. welcome to Tough Town. Welcome to Tough Town. That's because of our friends over at St. Louis Hair Restoration. I often will feel the, the crown of my head. Just, you know, it's not a great way to track your progress, but it's certainly something that, you know, it's a sensory emotion where you're kind of touching and feeling, and it just feels thicker. Like, I just feel oh. more confident when I touch the back of my head. I really feel good about it, and it's Really simple. All I do is I take some finasteride in the morning, oh. and then at night I put on this laser cap. Super easy to do. Watching the Tigers take on the Cougars last night, a little laser cap action. Super easy. And then, you know, that's just because we've got a consultation over at St. Louis Hair Restoration. Mm. Now, that's pretty, you know, low intensity for me. But for Doug, they said, how about some FUE, Doug? That's what I had, and I'm about four and a half months after the procedure. I don't know if you can see on YouTube now these tufts of wisp. I have a hairline where there wasn't one before. Mm. Dr. Polenga does great work. The founder, Greg Kreiling, both these guys are patients of their own product. That'll tell you something. They know that it works, and it works well. And it, uh, hopefully it'll work great for me. It's working for Jackson. It'll work for you, too. If your hairline has always bothered you, if it's made you self-conscious, if you don't have confidence when you go out, and you're thinking, boy, am I going to have to deal with this my whole life? No, you don't. There's a great resource right here in St. Louis, and that is St. Louis Hair restoration. You can have the FUE procedure if, if you need it, or a lot of people have other options that would work for them. They have all kinds of different things they can do. For me, it was the FUE, where the little uh, transplant of a follicle graft from the side of my head to the front and uh, wherever I needed it, and uh, no pain involved whatsoever. Everybody always asks me, boy, I bet that hurt. There was no pain involved at all. They numb you up, and they numb you up real nice-like. At St. Louis Hair Restoration, you too can get tufts of wisps. There it is. St. Louis Hair Restoration, wonderful sponsor of this program. We are in the Michelob Ultra Studios. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. Michelob Ultra. I was enjoying one on Saturday evening at the trivia night. And guess what, Doug? At what? 8 o'clock. We have another show announcement. We do. Show announcement okay. at 8 o'clock. Woot, woot. What's it about? Mm-hmm. We're getting better at teasing. Oh, I know. With that big meeting, right. yeah. get better at teasing or else. Or else you're out. Yep. We'll smoke them out of their holes, what they said. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is uh, coming up at 8 o'clock. Design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day coming your way at 945. Uh, and uh, send yours in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. You'll win tickets to Hootie and the Blowfish at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater on Saturday, June 1st. James Carlton is my insurance agent. He is the Plowhawks insurance agent. We would like him to become your insurance agent. There's a reason why he has 339 five-star reviews on Google. There is a difference. I think a lot of people got an insurance agent. It's an insurance agent. And I understand the thought process because I used to think the same way. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm working with James Carlton and his staff, I realize that there is indeed a difference. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. They are proactive. They're always looking to save you money. And uh, the customer service you get is absolutely incredible. He's involved in this show. He's involved in Balloon Party. He's involved in the Tim McKernan Show podcast. He is locked in, brother. It's James Carlton, carltoninsurance.net. I found this soundbite to be incredibly uh, interesting. 
I know really? it's a terrible word. It's such a oh. such a vanilla word. Well, it was okay though, coming out of your lips. Yeah, coming from my lips, I guess. Yeah. And the, the, the wonderful pipes I produce these words with. Oh. Uh, this is from Ken Rosenthal on his show yesterday regarding the Cardinals' off-season plans and comments I didn't realize he made last year regarding what he thought the Cardinals should do. Doug, this is Ken Rosenthal. Okay, hit the lever, Plowsy. The problem with that idea is that the Cardinals are not trading Arnado. And I actually advocated last season for the Cardinals to do just that, trade Arnado and Goldschmidt, who is entering the last year of his contract. So, Brewers fans, it's not just your team. I sometimes advocate for breaking up, okay? So I wrote that, but it never really was a serious possibility for the Cardinals. John Mozeliak, their president of baseball operations, has said repeatedly that they're keeping those two guys, that they're trying to build. They want to add two and a half starting pitchers. It started off as three. It's now two and a half. They're going to be active in free agency and in the trade market trying to keep this team or return this team to prominence. That's their plan. In my view, you trade Arenado and Goldschmidt, you build around the young core. It's the same idea that the Brewers would be embarking upon if that's the course that they choose this offseason. But the Cardinals are simply not going there. There you go. So I, I don't think that that's necessarily surprising to those in the greater St. Louis area and those who are Cardinal fans beyond the greater St. Louis area. I do think it's, uh, Doug, how about this word? Interesting? Oh, that is nice. Thank you. Different. That both Derek Gould and Ken Rosenthal here in the last week have inquired with John Mozeliak about trying to trade Nolan Arnato and Paul Goldschmidt and whether or not that may be the course they're taking to Baseball writers who, whether you agree with them or disagree with them, I think most people would agree, are pretty knowledgeable about the landscape of the game in each team and uh, are looking at the said landscape and going, ooh, this might be tough to take a team that was in 71 wins and needs three starting pitchers in a market as competitive as this one and rebuild the pitching staff. And so they've inquired, hey, does it just make sense to trade Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado? I didn't realize that, that Ken Rosenthal advocated for that earlier in the year. God bless him. Makes me think higher of his baseball uh, intellect. But uh, he has spoken with him, and he says that is not an option for the Cardinals. So let's see what happens. Uh, John Morosi reporting that the Braves and Cardinals, among teams showing early interest in free agent reliever, or excuse me, right-handed pitcher Aaron Nola, um, not that that's necessarily surprising, but he tweeted that 15 hours ago. So the Braves are interested in Aaron Nola. Yeah, I think a lot of teams. So anyway, what do you think about what Rosenthal would say? Uh, I don't know how you get a half a starting pitcher. I don't know how you go from three starting pitchers to two and a half. What does I that guess mean? Well, be... you're lowering the fans' expectations after you said we're going to go get three in August. Now you're lowering the fans' expectations. And then if you do get two, you go, well, we only came up short by a half as opposed to a full. Oh, but yeah, it still makes no sense to me. Is well, that, I would is agree. That a, is that a starting pitcher who throws two innings? Hmm. I mean, most of them only throw five innings now anyway. Probably a guy that can start, but more than likely would be in the bullpen. But barring injury, is able to have some starts. I don't, I don't know. know. You, you gotta have. You Think gotta it's have John three Mozeliak pitchers to make a, a simple free agent offseason just completely confusing. Two and a half. Come on, man. Well, I don't think. I'm not sure those words came out of Mozeliak's mouth. Came out of Rosenthal's mouth. When Rosenthal said that uh, he advocated that last year, I'm guessing he was talking at the trade deadline. Because I would gather you're you're correct on okay. that. I don't know when else it would have come up. It would have been weird to come up a year ago. You know what I mean? At this time last yeah, that's year, yeah. I said nobody's at the beginning. They didn't of the do year. the hey, Contreras thing until December. Yeah. Then they just didn't do anything after that. I still expect him to sign two of the second tier free agents. So what are you talking? When you say second tier, you're below uh, Nolan, Michael, and Michael Walker, Trevor Bauer types, and then make a trade for another younger guy. That's what I would think that they would do. If indeed that is the route that they go. I wouldn't mind that. I just don't want to see them overpay a long-term deal that hamstrings them in the back half of the decade yeah. for what I think will be, probability-wise, a Hail Mary for the 2024 season. Yeah. Can yeah. it happen? Yes. How likely is it to happen? 
God, 1% maybe? In my mind, hey, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think you need to get tied into a four- or five-year contract with a 34-year-old pitcher paying him $30 million a year. I don't think it makes any sense. I agree, but I don't know if you can do one-year deals either because there's no real big-name free agent starting pitchers next year that would be on the Cardinals' radar. So you got to get guys this year that are going to last a couple years until the next free agent. Which is why you stockpile your system with trading Goldschmidt and Arenado and then also take that off the books. I would think Trevor Bauer coming off of Japan and all the you know problems he had. I don't think I think he would probably be fine with a two year contract. I think he'd do I don't a think, one year deal. I don't deal think you're gonna sign him to a five year deal coming from Japan. No, I think he and he and Walker probably two or three years. And they're both I think I think we said Walker just had his age thirty one season, but he's gonna be he's thirty two now, so he'll be thirty two and thirty three next year. I don't think he'd want to go more than a couple years with him. Yeah. What do you think Rodriguez is going to ask for Rodriguez? I mean, he turned down the offer, the option. I think he made $15 million last year, and he turned down $18 million this year. Oh, he'll be 22, 23. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, he's younger, too. I think he's 29, so. Yeah, he's probably going to ask for five years, 25 per well, can we talk about how smart the Braves are? They got the absolutely these, not. We cannot talk. They got about got all these that. guys on team-friendly deals, and they're able to, you know, win, a, you know, hundred games, and then still go out and get Nolan mm-hmm. or Noah or Gray. Like, and all their stars are under contract for like another Dude, five or six. Ozzie years. Albies and Acuna have such team-friendly deals. Murphy, for the most part, and you got young pitchers like Strider who haven't hit the market yet, like that. That team is so locked in mm-hmm. and set. Jeff uh, Passan writing an article that was just posted within the last hour, for those of you who subscribe to ESPN's exclusive content, uh, gives his projections and predictions for this market. He says, everyone wants pitching this winter. Like, seriously. Everyone. You like that when somebody goes, like, No, seriously. I don't care for it. The St. Louis Cardinals want three starters. Boston's targeting a front-of-the-rotation type. The Orioles could thin out their position-playing herd in a trade for a frontline starter. The Dodgers, even with a farm system loaded with arms, needed to stabilize their rotation. The Braves are targeting a long-term rotation solution with only Spencer Strider and Bryce Elder under contract beyond this year. The Diamondbacks want to add Gallon. Uh, I want to add two Gallon and Kelly. The Mets rotation beyond Senga is all kinds of suspect. Beyond the teams you might have guessed, the Nationals are hunting for pitching. So are the Royals and the Pirates. That's not even considering the teams that could trade starters and turn around and sign replacements in free agency, like the Rays and the White Sox, or those on the prowl for relief help, like the Rangers, Angels, and Mets. Luckily, the strength of this free agent class and trade market is pitching, and it starts with one ace who could sign a record-setting deal of his own. Doug, you know who that is? Nola? Snell. Yoshinobu Yamamoto. That's the domino Uh in free agency. And then he goes to tiers. He has Blake Snell, Aaron Nola, and Jordan Montgomery uh, after Yamamoto. He says, while Yamamoto tops the list, Snell, who's going to win his second Cy Young this week, isn't far behind. As skeptical as teams might be about his age, 31, or his walk rate, 5 per 9 innings, His 2.25 ERA and 234 strikeouts in 180 innings with elite raw stuff will land him a mega deal. Uh, The next tier, Eduardo Rodriguez. uh, Doug, do you say Shota Imangnaga? I always have, yeah. And then Sonny Gray. Rodriguez opted out of the $49 million left over the remaining three years of his deal with the Tigers. So he was making $16 million, and he opted out of it, AAV. Uh, and could get somewhere in the range of double that. So, okay. wow. uh, Jeff uh, Passan talking about Eduardo Rodriguez getting close to $100 million. Hello again, everybody. Mm. Yeah, like I would much go the, the second tier. And I, I know I will quote myself. I know in three months I will not complain about that. You can't, you can't pay Eduardo Rodriguez like four years, $120 million. It's just not even, it's not even feasible. He didn't mention Otani. Yeah, he's not pitching. I just didn't read that part. But Otani is the domino. That's just a. Oh, I thought you mentioned Moriana or whatever. Yamamoto. Yamamoto. You can't just say any Japanese name and have it work. (laughs) What about Sato, who was sideways with 
uh, Mr. Miyagi in Karate Kid yeah. Part Two. He's not a free agent. Not, not not this year. Next year he is. Did you see the momentum for the Cubs and Otani are picking up too? That would be really? fun for the division. That'd be awesome. Not for the Cardinals per se, but like yeah. to be able to have Otani. Be fun to watch him play. I think so. He looked crisp and clean in a Cubs uni. Well, uh, why would you say that? Look at that. He would. He'd look crisp and clean in a Cubs uni? That pinstripe, I just think he'd look good in it. Not saying I want it to happen, but that'd be an interesting move for our division. Mm-hmm. Uh, Passons next here is Giolito, Stroman, and Yariel Rodriguez. Uh, for those not familiar with uh, Yariel Rodriguez, uh, he says he's the best, pit- best pitcher you don't know about. He spent 2020 to 2022 with the Chinichi Dragons as an ace reliever, and some teams believe he's best suited for that role. Others see him as a starter. And if they're right, the 26-year-old Cuban stuff could land him a $50 million-plus deal. Then we go to Tier 4, Seth Lugo, Jack Flaherty, Clayton Kershaw. Tier 5, Michael Lorenzen, uh, Sean Manaya, Michael Waka, Kenta Maeda, Nick Martinez, Mike Clevenger, James Paxton, Frankie Montez, and Alex Wood. Tier 6, Lance Lynn, uh, Hyunjun Ryu, Wade Miley, Luis Severino, Kyle Gibson, Eric Fetty, Naoki Uasawa, Eric Lauer, and Tyler Molly. Tier five seems like where the Cardinals will that's, fit in. That's the Cardinal tier. It's mm. not Cardinal even tier is tier five, five anymore. Uh, it's called what the it Cardinal seems like. tier. That that's perfect for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kershaw, I know he's getting older, but he just had a like thirteen and four and a two point four ERA, and he's tier four. He doesn't need to leave L.A. He belongs with the Dodgers. He Dodge. won't leave there. The age Why is he in tier that four? playoff record and it, the age. I mean, he's got a lot under his belt. Yeah. Yep, tier just, five. He, he should stay with the Dodgers. No, he will. He what just, was tier five again, Tim? Tier five. Plowhawk is the following names here. And it's being called the Cardinal Tier? Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Michael Lorenzen. Yeah. Sean Manaya, Michael Waka. Kenta Maeda. Nick Martinez. Mike Clevenger. James Paxton. Frankie Montez. And Alex Wood. No, I mean, they're You're all. You're right, Plows. Yeah, that's a Cardinal tier. They're you, all Cardinals. Yeah, you could probably they're, get three of those guys. <laughs> easily for mm-hmm. $90, 100000000 million for three Not of them. Not just two total. and a half of them, but three of them. Perfect. The rage in particular down the hallway on 101 ESPN mm-hmm. if the Cardinals pick their rotation from tier five <laughs> will make Jackson's mm-hmm. pronunciation of Mario Lemieux's name look like absolutely a benign crime so this is uh this is all hell breaking loose if that's the route that they go and there's no indication that that's the route that they would go but just uh, from the standpoint of laying it out in Passon's uh, column this morning he also talks about the trade market and the Padres situation uh, Juan Soto certainly a potential domino there Dylan Cease possibly going from the White Sox We've talked about the Cardinals and the possibility of Tyler Glass now. He has a $25 million salary, and then he is up after this year. Um, no Cardinals mentioned in the – oh, yeah, there it is. Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, and Tommy Edmonds. St. Louis has told other teams it doesn't plan on moving outfielders Jordan Walker or Lars Newtbar, but others will be in play. The likeliest candidate teams believe is O'Neill, who was a year from free agency and clashed with manager Ali Marmol this year. Another option, Carlson, a good buy-low candidate, and Edmund, a super utility man who can play shortstop, would have the most value of the three. There you go. Mm-hmm. Jeff Passan just posted this morning yeah. on ESPN.com. I'm kind of fascinated by that Cuban guy he talked about. You like his work? Well, just from what Passan said, I don't know who he is. Yeah. But he's a star, <laughs> he's a star reliever, and he's in Tier 5. And uh, He was not in Tier 5. Wasn't he? I th- I, tier three. I'm wondering what who sets the market. I'm curious. Yeah, he was tier three with uh, Jimmy Jones Stroman. Who signs first? But that's really what. Well, Shohei Otani does, and then probably Yamamoto, but I don't know that. I mean, Shohei, I, and the logic being, I imagine people know this, but this is what my thought process is. If you know that the Dodgers and whomever else, I guess maybe Angels, the big dollar people are in, Cubs are in on Otani. And therefore, their off-season budgets are predicated on whether or not they get him. Then, if you're Snell and Nola and Yamamoto, you wait because the last thing you want to do is be bidding when those teams might go, "Well, we're interested, but we got to know if we're going to get Otani." So there's a chronology to it. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe some of the periphery guys, the tier five guys, I could certainly see the Cardinals getting a pitcher here soon, but it wouldn't necessarily be from that upper tier category. I wouldn't think. Maybe I'm wrong. But if I'm Aaron Nolo, you would want all of the bidders at the table. 
Mm-hmm. And if, say, the Dodgers, for example, are going, well, we're interested in whomever it is, but we're not gonna, we're not gonna do anything until we know if we get Otani. Then that takes the Dodgers out, and it reduces a bidder, which then reduces your potential ceiling on the size of the deal. I would like the Cardinals to get Otani. I think him in the middle of Goldschmidt and Arenado would be a heck of a one-two-three punch. Can't pitch this year. Next year, he's your ace. What about left fielder Wilson Contreras? You add him to that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, Walker. I know we poo-poo on that trade. and probably is bad unless he turns out to be a decent catcher. But Which trade are we talking about? Contreras. It wasn't a trade. He was a free agent. <laughs> well, I mean, signing, <laughs> signing him to that long deal, and he didn't catch after the first month. But well, he say, did, but it would, he took about amen. a month off. <laughs> Yeah, and then he was like he DNH half the time. He came back to be catcher. But I'm saying he was one of our best hitters. He was. He was yeah. indeed. I believe he was the best yeah. hitter. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful if you wanted to sign a designated hitter. The issue, of course, is that there are quotes and sound bites in which the president of baseball operations said our top priority is to sign a catcher for whatever reason. And then said catcher became a DH mm-hmm. within a month. Mm-hmm. Is there no one in the organization that can work with him and make him a little bit better? Maybe catcher? that Yadier Molina fellow. Isn't that what a catcher, what a coach does, is try to take somebody and say, "Here's what we can do to get better." They're gonna name a uh, Yadier catching coach. Never oh, had I one. Could We're not a catching see, coach now. I couldn't see Yadier take an order from Ozelak or Molina. I, I gotta tell you, I agree with the plowhawk. I just don't. See I don't him think being he takes orders from anyone. Yeah. It's just not who he is, and part of it is what made him incredibly successful, and he probably didn't have the raw materials that that other athletes do. He is just an incredible competitor, but sometimes those kinds of personalities are difficult to manage. See Mike Matheny in the Instagram shade. What went through your mind when you were told that the contract was done? What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Yachty can't be the only one that can teach somebody how to be a better catcher. Agreed, Doug. I agree. Well, the Cardinals are acknowledging publicly that they're trying to hire him. So that's that's why he is at the forefront. Iggy, pay attention! You are literally sitting there. Listen, maybe you had time to take notes. Do anything besides be a drain on the show. Oh, no. It's from Big Ol' Fan, and he's targeting Iggy this morning. Yesterday, it was Plowhawk. What wasn't I listening to? Big old fan, this is your chance I to call him. Six three six nine zero four. TMA. They as a free agent. And I know they signed him as a catcher, and they want to make him a catcher again full time. They said mm-hmm. that he's going to be our catcher, and we hope he's our catcher, not DH. So I don't know what I wasn't understanding, big old fan, but you need to get out and maybe have some fun with your life because you just piss people off and are just bitching every day. Oh, yeah, he is a handful. I don't like scientific stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What a drop. What? Man. No one spreads more disinformation than Ken when the sports talk is over and the subject of terrible fish or fabricated pass comes up. Turn your mic back on. Until then, just listen. That's from Maxwell Hung. That's not fair. Be more specific. Maxwell Hung, this is your chance to call in. You're behind Big Ol' Fan. If you want to sit down and talk baseball with me, I'll run circles around you. I would love a podcast of that. I would. You and Maxwell Hung and Big Ol' Fan. Run in circles. I might even buy the sponsorship. Yeah, come on in, Hubbard. Run in circles with Iggy, Cardinal Pay edition. for your time. I'll take half of it. And the other half to Hubbard, and we'll do a show. Mm-hmm. How does Iggy get like 85% of the facts you guys just said wrong constantly? That's from Cleavy Way. Again, what did they say that I was wrong about that they, they talked about? But, Tiki, are you coming back to football because you miss it, or are you coming back to football because you just had a big failure in broadcasting? <laughs> i got to say, every time question. that one gets more so it always, personal. It always wins. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of the show is when Iggy responds to texture criticism and overly flat, barely audible, monotone cadence. It always cracks me up. That's from Minute Bowl Eligible. Oh. <laughs> what kind of cadence you want me to use when I answer these people? Rat-a-tat-tat delivery. Hey, Hung, I think you need to come in and we'll talk about baseball. I'll run circles around you because I know what I'm talking about. Nice. That's more like, like Vince that. Scully. Yeah, I'm not on FM. <laughs> you only do that on FM? <laughs> hey, everybody, time to give away some tickets to Van Halen. Coming up at 830, nice. we'll take caller 9,000. Nice. Viva la Strode. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Big old fan needs to go play hopscotch on I-55. That's from Steven Time. I would assume that's right by his house. Yeah. My BS mic drops are more accurate than Iggy's facts. That's from Chairman Steve. And at the moment, Doug, he's oh. a chairman in Wildwood. Mm-hmm. You don't throw well, facts out there. You told Mosaic to go sign Otani and Yakamoto and so Yamamoto. He's gonna get it right eventually. He's close. It started with an M last time, so he's even got the right letters. Fear not, the week after Thanksgiving will be here before we know it. That's from KG and O Town. Mm. Sweet mother of mercy. Yeah, it'll be another time you get to work. He'll be in on Thursday and Friday this week. I guess he'll be Jackson, he'll be in your studio, I guess? Yeah, it works. Yeah. I need some warm milk and some cookies. Well, some cookies maybe he ought to be in, maybe he ought to be in here with us. Whatever's best. No. Okay. Get somebody. Well, whatever what best. No. Well, Jackson's hosting the show, so he'll be in that chair. When have we ever had five people sitting in here? I don't know. A guest? It just might Eric be cozy. Eric and Drew swings. Yeah, if they weren't a guest. It might be. It might be cozy to have five. Well, somebody's gonna answer the phones. We don't get any calls. Barely answer them now. Well, sit, sit back there in case one comes in. I used to tell Jeremiah Crow, if you don't want my chair, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. He can sit in here. I'll sit back there. Guys, my theory is Molina told the Cardinals will manage the team, take it or leave it. All the Cardinals are deciding if they're willing to fire Marmol and have a manager who isn't a yes man. That's from the 314. Yeah, that's a great one. That's what he said. Why don't you go after him, Texters? Oh. This guy just gave a theory, that's all. Yeah, I'm sure Yachty said, oh. I'll only manage. Okay, we'll think about it. I think he probably would come back to manage. Yeah, he's, he's going to come back to coach. He's so, would you go back into television so you could cover those post-game press conferences? No. Uh-uh. You think he could have 9 a.m. film sessions with Kisner and Contreras on a Saturday morning? Like, I, I just don't, and I love Yachty. I just don't see him doing any of that, and I don't blame him. But he's done he's some managing before. Million. He's done some managing of Puerto Rican teams. But what happens when his basketball team goes to the playoffs? Playoffs? Because, <laughs> remember. We just want to win a game. Remember, he was on the IR and didn't even travel with the team because he had to go to the playoff games yeah. while he went to half court and kicked the basketball into the stands, by the way. Right. I respected it. With an injured arm. I thought that was great video. We don't didn't bring Nick that Nolte back Nolte do enough. that in uh, Blue Chips? Blue Chips. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love That's one of the most underrated basketball movies. Some of these guys that have played baseball their entire life and had almost a 20-year career, they missed the game. They'll come back and coach to be around the players again and be yeah. in the dugout. And That's who they are. That's now, what they do. Plowsy was right when he said he's not going to listen to Mosaic or, or um, Marmol. But in the same time, if he became a manager, he hated talking to the media. Oh, yeah. You have to do that three times a day? Mm-hmm. Uh, Plowhawk, you are getting a lot of love for the drops today. Oh, I'm not Chester even... drawers. Nice drop, mm. nice drops today, Plowsy. Thank you. Uh, Scott Sprinkle Balsack, not his wife, says, Man, Plowsy's on fire. Has me giggling like a little schoolgirl with all of these fresh drops. How about that? The people love the drops, Doug. Mm, yeah, they Appreciate do. it. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, get involved on the program. Many are. 314-881-TMA5. EDF group text inbox. Is Big Ol' Fan on hold or? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about Maxwell Hung? No, I'll be honest with you. This phone line is dry as a bone. No. Doug, it's, I thought these people were going to call in. and He just spit on it. And Nicky said he was going to run circles around him, but if they don't call in, he can't run circles around him. Well, we so thoroughly broke it down, there's not much else to say. Not true. Well, it's very easy just to criticize in the text box, and then you <clears throat> say, call in, let's talk, and they don't call in. Don't right? say text box. I actually, Doug, I disagree. Box I text. like text box a lot. 
You don't need to put inbox. You know it's in there. It's not a text out box. Think about that. Huh. Damn. My mind just got blown. Yeah. Do you want to support the EDF group text box? There you go. It works so well. Come on. It's real simple. Do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the EDF group at fire at theedfgroup.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at theedfgroup.com. The EDF group is high and will prevent your facility from having high fires. Experience the EDF group difference. Learn more at theedfgroup.com. Come. Jackson, why don't you tell people about Mark Hanna? Because I think he might be one of the finest people in the history of the world. Wow. Yeah. I actually think that's oh, that's not an understatement. Nope. Yeah, he's nope. a playmaker. I have a conversation coming up with Mark uh, tomorrow. And oh, I'm, Jackson's flush. Yeah, he's you flush. Gotta move some funds around? Oh, you yeah. know, that's my business, and I'll keep it accounts. to myself and mm. my homeboys. But I, uh, I am very much looking forward to my conversation with Mark Hanna tomorrow because talking with Mark Hanna is like a breath of fresh air. It is. He's right. It's really lovely. And that first phone call you have with him when you start working, with Mark. He's going to ask you a bunch of questions about yourself, where you want to be in the next five, ten years, or even further down the road, and he's going to build a custom plan for you. And let's say you have to change that plan down the road. Maybe you have your first child. Maybe you need to start saving for their education. You just want to change up your personal plan. You can get in touch with Mark. You're going to feel better getting off the phone Do it. when you get on the phone, and that's, that's just... True. The best. That's why I work with Mark Hanna, and that's why you should work with Mark Hanna. His number is 314-889-0503. He's a wonderful staff, and Mark is uh, just a fine, fine human being who happens to be a great financial advisor as well. But he sees things through the lens of mm. each individual's life and not just a blanket plan. And that is why I, uh, I love talking with him and getting his counsel and perspective. He's also online at evergreenstl.com. Everyone needs a financial advisor. Mark Hanna, 314-889-0503. Well, welcome to cuffing season, friends. It's November 14th, and I know a number of our listeners are thinking it might be time to settle down, Doug. Met a fine really? lady. I should. Oh, Bill. You know? Are oh, you thinking Bill. about doing that Are you getting better at teasing? Always. Well, then you need to go to Glenn Betts Jewelers. Wow. Maybe That's a good I'll follow you out there with uh, the TMA camera crew. Oh, that'd be fun. Uh, yeah, and see what's doing mm -hmm. with Craig and David Betts. They've been in business in St. Louis since 1941, operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally. You're not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family as well. They get to know your likes, your lifestyle, and who and what you love. Those are the three L's. Glenn, two N's. GlennBetsJewelers.com, located one mile east of 270 on Manchester and De Pair. In the jewelry business, there is good, there is better, and then there is Betts. The Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation, and maybe they're about to pass it along to the Plowhawk. Getting better at teasing on mm. this show is what's going on here. You know what I just realized? I was thinking about this the other day. What, you don't like turkey? No. That off. My family has been buying jewelry from the Betts for 60 years. Really? Yeah, my dad started buying them even before I was born from That's my mom. That's a lot of bling. It is a lot of bling. Yeah. You watch him now on the screen. And I still use the Betzes. So our family's been 60 years we've been using the Betzes. Great people. Mm. There you go, Doug. How about that? Yeah. It's a ring in 1941. I mean, they're approaching, yeah. you know, what, 80 plus years here. Uh, so there it is. And we're giving away those Hootie and the Blowfish tickets to the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. Winner today. So send yours in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. And we have a show announcement right here at 8 o'clock. What could that be? It's 7.59. I think uh, I know what it is. What? I think everybody does on the show. I didn't know until I reason. saw the commercials for the 9 o'clock hours. Well, there you go. So that, yeah. Well, I, Doug, did. I didn't until I got a text from a certain person. Ooh, cryptic. Doesn't work here, but I got a text from somebody. KG in O-Town? No, he doesn't work here. So I'm guessing <laughs> well, this. Well, you said was. he didn't work here. He doesn't work here. Well, you said the guy who texted you didn't work here. No, right. It wasn't him. No, he's not going to text me. You guys aren't talking? I think I haven't blocked anyone. Tell me. Oh no! If I don't want to hear from people, and it's so KG in Town texted you to tell you what the no, announcement was. Somebody else did. Oh. Somebody doesn't work here. Yeah, I'm guessing that's what it is. Wow. Well, I don't know what it is. If it is, if that's what it is, then I'll tell you who it was after we announced the, what it was. I think I know who Iggy's talking about. Maybe. God, I don't, I don't know any know. of these people. Doug, we are seconds away from eight o'clock, and now it's eight o'clock. No. Oh. And now it's time for the announcement. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, on Thursday, December 14th, 
at Hot Shots in Webster Groves at 7 p.m. Let's go. It's the second annual TMA Year End Awards. Oh, is that right? Is that right? Woot! Woot! How what? exciting is Webster that? Groves that was so Shots, fun last year. What's that? Eddie? I think it's a Webster Groves. That's the text I got. I did. I said from that's Jay what Boyd. he said. That's the text from Jay Boyd who said uh, we were texting back about Gobble Bowl and he said, Looking forward to seeing you guys for a year end awards at the Hot Shots and Webster Gross. So. How about that, Doug? Well, that's what Tim just announced. I, I'm just saying the person who texted me and I said, I think I know what it is. Okay. And Tim was saying, I wonder who the texter is. And here he is, okay. having the time of his life. That's at, that's at Watson Road and the Cleet Station. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's a great location. It it Central is. location. Mm-hmm. You know, Mrs. Pope's or the Pope's Cafeteria used to be up there. There are. Last time we were there, Iggy was handling feet for like 45 minutes. Oh, that's right. Oh, was and Tim it? got accosted in the parking lot. Yeah, for not, oh. this girl wanted me to play with her feet. And I said, well, I'm married that with children. And I don't think it's in the best interest of my family. Uh, no, to, that to wasn't that. the year-end award. No, that was just a... That, that was, was a, a TMA Live, but with Jewel, and oh, Jennings yeah. was not there. Well, we're going to be feet at this thing? You're saying it was a Webster Groves who did that. Yes. That was the location. Yes, that's correct. So it's Thursday, December 14th at Hot Shots in Webster Groves at 7 p.m., Please bring a new and unwrapped toy for Annie's Hope on behalf Mm -hmm. of our great friend Jennings Randolph Jr. If you recall, that was the charity uh, that we raised money for and donated toys to last year after Jennings had passed away. And we have the J. Randolph Jr. Good Guy Award, um, which, of course, is named after the great Jennings Randolph Jr., our listener of the year, presented by Milagro Tequila, Doug. Oh, really? We'll have our texter of the year, our email of the year, our rookie of the year. Um, so many wonderful categories, so many brilliant speeches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emotional uh, when people come up and talk about winning the fan page member of the year. Right. There's a lot and, of memorable oratory. I remember Tommy trying to hide in the corner, mm-hmm. but he just couldn't hide. Everybody pointed him out. Yeah. Yeah. That Maybe was fun some of the winners will actually show up this year. What's that? Again? Maybe some of the win- all the winners will show up this year. Who didn't show up last year? Uh, I know Lix wasn't there. He won. There was Lix won some. I think that? he I did not. He, he didn't win pop. newcomer of the year. <laughs> no, sorry, I thought my mic was off. I, I thought was he won newcomer of the year. Bang him a coffee cup. Uh, newcomer of the year. He Is that little have. Tommy Tribbins? I think Herb accepted it. Yeah, oh, what a moment! I think Lix won. There was somebody else who wasn't there to accept. And LTT, little Tommy Tribbs. Yeah. Unless you maybe everybody will show up. How about that? Hope so. Well, it's at Hot Shots Ooh, on December 14th. I would like to meet Lix. So we will have the program then. Uh, we will be off the next day, so that will allow us to imbibe. You like that, imbibe? Imbibe? Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, I, of course, am looking for the less popular MFF after I get done using my hand on listeners behind a dumpster. <laughs> I did it last year. I'm going to do it again this year. Oh. We didn't have a uh, female of the year winner last year, David, like, female of the year. <laughs> female listener of the year. I, I hope we just have a female of the year it feels award. Like we're I'd like to nominate Ella Reese right now. Is that something you're trying to get passed through Congress there, Eggs? Yeah, I think we should have, because, I mean, we kind of, I mean, you see how many girls were at the trivia night? Half that room was girls. Some people listen to the show. I think we should recognize, because they don't get enough recognition on the show, just because they don't call in. Do you think a lot of them were dragged there? Did you know? Husbands? Probably. That, you know, that obviously you're trying to do that? Yeah. That's I think we should have a female listener of the year. Guys, big old fan is running away with most insufferable texture of the year. That's from Scissor Me Timbers. Oh, that would be a cool little section of awards where we just bash the listeners. We yeah, can't we can give away. And give them a little trophy. Biggest dick listener. Hey, ah! come on. Can we as say, in, I guess you can say that. Well, I didn't mean it in a sexual well, I know manner. You I meant did, it in but I don't know how the FCC. A term for being a, yeah, you can use it. A term well, who for would being, you nominate for that? I'm going to take Iggy's word. Big old fans right there. Yeah, Iggy was on the FCC mm. board. For, well, I've, I've mm. said that word many times. Tim, Tim, I got the same information. It says Webster Groves. You said Webster Groves. December 14th? Yep, I got the same thing, too. Look at me. That's from Scooter. Why does everything have to be a look at me when I talk? I did not make it last year. I will attend this year. Also, Plowsy, if or when you get married, can I give you away? That's from Chairman Steve mm. in I don't know. Wildwood. I think that I've probably already spoken for. We'll find a place for uh, Steve. Maybe he can be my ring bearer. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, okay. uh, one of our presenting sponsors is in the building. Oh, I thought... um, If I'm not mistaken, am I correct, Jackson? Yes, sir. Yeah, so why don't we bring uh, Ed in and talk it over with him, uh, Doug? 
this is uh, Ed my hostess uh, Brown snacks. and Crouppen. Oh, you want to tag, great. tag, tag your it. Guys, white night of the year. Jackson, maybe you can bring him in. He's moving to his left. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. I'll get him, Jack. There you go. Uh, make sure there you go. Making his way into the Michelob Ultra Studios from the Brown and Crouppen Law Firm. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ed Irvin. Ed, good morning. Oh, very nice. Nice. Welcome in. Welcome in. What a gallery we have here today. <laughs> oh, wow. Now we've got our sign-up yeah, there Yeah, what everything. do you think about oh, it? Yeah, sure. look at this. Fabulous. Yeah, that orange the... really pops. Yeah, that's nice, uh, Doug. Yeah. You see the orange right I there? I did see the orange. It does. It pops. How about that? They had that up like the day after you uh, finalized it. Yeah, once started. we made the announcement, yeah. it was up just like that. How about that? Well, that's fantastic. Hey, uh, Ed, I know you're a huge Cardinal fan. I am. And we were just discussing a soundbite from Ken Rosenthal in which he thinks the Cardinals should trade Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt because he thinks they're too far away to get back to where they need to be. You are also locked in St. Louis guys, so you yes. know fans want, perhaps expect, the Cardinals to be aggressive this offseason. What as a baseball fan slash Cardinal fan, would you like to see the team do, and what are you expecting? You know, the Cardinals have money, and they should spend it. They should not trade away. For me, I would not want to. I love watching Nolan Arenado play. Everybody here loves watching him play. And Paul Goldschmidt proved himself. He was an MVP here. This is a city and a, an organization, I think, that has a reputation for, for at least some degree of loyalty. It would be one thing if they were free agents. You know, I wouldn't resign them at their age. But... I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade those guys. They have money. Let them go out and get some pitching. And Let them go get Blake Snell. Is, so I want to see them trade because I don't think Goldschmidt will be up after next year, and I just don't think they're going to be able to get three starters to bring them back into World Championship contention. And I worry they're going to have albatross contracts in the second half of the decade. There's that's where I'm coming. Listen, from. do you really think that Nolan Arenado is, is is showing signs of not being the player that he was? He had a, I mean, he I had a, like he had a still... decline last year. I certainly think. I, I just don't think the Cardinals are close to winning. A championship. You, know, that's, you would have said that about the Rangers two years ago. They lost 100 games and they just walked away with the title. You just said that about the Diamondbacks two years ago and they almost won a title. I mean, it doesn't take that long anymore to turn an organization around. The bones are still good. There are plenty of good elements there. They just need a little bit of starting pitching and they need to kind of stick with it. Maybe an extra arm in the bullpen. But I, I, th I think they can. I don't think that they're that far away. I don't think any team in modern day baseball is that far away when you've seen what we've seen. Who would you like to? You mentioned S Snell, did you not? Snell. I would take Snell, even though I got. It makes me a little nervous because the last time he won a Cy Young, he sucked for three years, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden he was in a contract year and he became a Cy Young Award guy again. <laughs> but you know, I, I feel like maybe he's comfortable now. He's in the National League. He's faced these teams. Uh, I think he's still in his prime. Um, I'm an ERA guy, so, you know, you give me a 225, especially in the division that he was in with yeah. all those big bats. Um, but he would be the, the first guy, I think, that I would go after if I was going to spend some money on a free agent. Um, and honestly, you know, listen, it's going to cost them, but I would consider bringing Jordan Montgomery back. I, I think, think the fans I really liked him. interested in Jordan Montgomery. I think yeah, the right fans liked him. I, I, I think it was nuts that the Yankees traded him away in the first place. There's a team that's always looking to spend, and they had a guy right there, left-hander in Yankee Stadium, and they just – not that I don't love Harrison Bader, you know, but it didn't work out for either team. Well, I can't say it didn't work out for the Cardinals. It did not work out for the Yankees. Yeah, the, and the interesting thing, if you recall, the reason why the Yankees traded him, which sounds really funny now considering what he did, is they said he wasn't a good postseason pitcher. And then you saw what he did in Texas. That's the reason why he is going to get a ridiculous contract here, most likely in the next three or four and, weeks. And you know what I say? Good for him. Yeah. I think he cashed in, and he did it the right way. He was given an opportunity to get into a hunt. He was a key element there, and he was the guy that stayed healthy. I love Max Scherzer. He's a bulldog. But he wasn't able to stay healthy, and, and Montgomery was, and showed up in the playoffs every time. And between Evaldi and Montgomery, I mean, that team was, was a real joy to watch. I have to say, I've never been a Ranger fan before, but this year's playoffs, I was pulling from them for day one. I wanted to see an organization that had never won one before. And Evaldi, you know, it, I mean, the Yankees had him, the Red Sox had him, never stay healthy. And all of a sudden, to see him finally stay healthy and do what he did, like, that was just a great feeling as a baseball fan. Because mm -hmm. you feel for a guy like that. You know, somebody that you'd know could be great if they could just be healthy at the right time. So, I don't know. I thought the whole playoff run for them was inspirational. Yeah. So 
with the, with the Cardinals, they're in a weird spot because they were talking about last week how their television deal is actually impacting how they go about uh, doing business because they need to get fans in the stands for that revenue stream attendance-wise. They aren't in a spot where, in their minds, they can rebuild because then they wouldn't have the same attendance. What are your thoughts on, on I, that I, I think the single best thing the Cardinals do to incre- could do to increase attendance is get more shade on the field. Because Doug, that third is baseline, that's hot. A, yeah, right, a right field. He's in yes, right field for right. a night game. You can't see it. You thing. are, and you're boiling. I mean, we have a situation where I've, I've had to leave. I hate leaving a game early, especially if I'm with my son, because he gives me the eye. You know, he's, he, he'll stay in any conditions. And we went to the Yankee Cardinal game this year, the one that was on that uh, Saturday of that weekend, and it was boiling. And we had a, and the year before, same thing. I went to the Yankee Cardinal game. I'm from New York originally, so those are kind of my two teams. And we were boiling. So, I mean, you want to you get more people going there? you got to find a way to make that a more pleasant experience. Why are there not more cooling stations throughout the tunnels? Why aren't they making cooling rags available? Anything you can do, if you can cool off the fans and make it a more pleasant experience, you're going to do better. Because Cardinal fans have proven themselves. They're not fair weather when it comes to wins and losses. Put a good product in the field. People like to go to have a good time. But it's not a good time when you're sitting out there boiling. Yeah. So, you know, I know it sounds crazy. Probably no. not the answer you were expecting. You, you, you no, know, no, no. Doug, you actually have talked about right. uh, We needed a issue. retractable roof. It's cold and rainy here in April. It's cold and rainy here when the postseason rolls around. And it's 100 degrees for three months during the season. I, I, you put that bill on there right now, I would, I would sign off on that, mm-hmm. get a petition. I would love a retractable roof there. It would change the entire experience. They, they, they'd never have an empty seat for anything yeah. if they had a retractable they, roof. They get $3 million without it. Imagine what they do if, they, exactly. if it was pleasant every time you went. I mean, it would, it, it would be a total game changer, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I mean... Not a lot of teams get the Cardinals' attendance even now. Right, Cardinals were, were were not successful this year, and they were not successful at any point in the year. Like, they never even teased us this year with the hope that maybe they were going to get back in it, and yet they still did well, even under those conditions. I think the team needs to open their pocketbook and stop pretending that they don't have enough money to spend. Love that. Uh, they are Paul plenty Hawk of money to spend. Time. Plowhawk loves that. Uh, it will be the next few weeks are going to be some of the most critical in recent Cardinal history because of exactly what you are saying. There is an expectation from the fan base that they do something. And I think I'm more than an expectation. It's a test right now for Mo because when we were doing well and the team always put a winner on the field, people always gave him the benefit of the doubt when he would make deals. I think this is the first offseason that he has that he does not go into with, with getting the benefit of the doubt from oh, the Cardinal fans. I agree on that. So the moves that he makes this offseason and how they play out are really going to dictate whether the city turns its back, I think, and ousts him. Because mm-hmm. there's only, you know, either DeWitt's going to oust him at some point, which doesn't seem like it's on the radar, or or the fans are going to force the move. And I think it's all going to depend on the moves he makes this offseason. Brown and Crouppen in studio with us here. Brown and Crouppen presenting sponsor now of TMA, talking it over with us on the program. And always great to see you. Always great to talk baseball with you, too. Uh, thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, now, now, look, if I get any threatening calls from Mo or his no, family. No. <laughs> I'm just, this is the opinions he expressed here. Are, yeah, we have a disclaimer. Uh, and thank you so much. Take Uh, care. We'll take a commercial break. Come back with our second hour, the 8 o'clock hour here on TMA, presented by Brown and Crouppen.